You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. I kind of like the idea that archaeologists are the problem with archaeology, but without archaeologists, is what is archaeology then? Well, to be totally blunt, the archaeologists are a part of the attraction. The archaeologists are a group of people who make different choices in life, engage with other matters, and in a sense we are, maybe we should go back to prehistory or even the Paleolithic, we are the ones in the group which tell stories and make connections. So yes, we are indispensably part of the archaeology. The attraction to archaeology is not only the stuff, not only the stories, but the people, the interaction with the people who do these things. And we're kind of, I think maybe broadly you're trying to say that we're kind of, we, we find a rhythm and we find something that we think works and we're just con- repeating that and we're not really thinking outside the box. Or what's happening with archaeology? Well, what's happening with archaeology is essentially what is happening so many times before. You come to a situation, you have success, you embrace the success, but then the success slowly, slowly, slowly becomes the usual and then the whole thing is how do you maintain the success and well do something new at the same time but that's risky and it's uh, uh, well it is it's the problem of being the first in industries uh, uh, it is the problem of, uh, of, of rearranging society and it works but then something comes along so it is a story which every human group in whatever form has encountered many times and we should be very aware of it but that awareness is hampered by us being not so much the observers but the observed uh, matter and therefore we are very much on lines agreeing that we have a problem but now someone has to break the mold and we would like to see that someone else does it because of course breaking the mold is scary and it can get you ostracized it can get you thrown out of the group um, become a heretic or not accepted or not feeling part of the community. So we are, in a sense, marginalized. Uh, the margins in commercial archaeology are not good. The amount of research at the universities are declining. There's a tendency to go to the hard sciences. So we sort of sort of embrace what we have. But now the, the question is, how do we keep that and move along? We've talked um, briefly mentioning that like the issues affecting one country's archaeologist seems to affect another and you've kind of talked about like Europe, European archaeology is very, there's a lot of continual issues throughout all of it. Why is archaeology, why is it replicating the same problems everywhere? Do you think? Uh, it is, I think it is because it, in a sense it proves that your archaeology is universal. Hooray. Uh, but it is also, archaeology is a subject matter which attracts a sort of people, and they are very much akin. And they meet on a larger scale, mostly in Western societies who are organized, and there are certain trends all over the world. So we are part of a, a very large story. And yeah, to recognize that, to give that a reason, but it is mostly done by looking at ourselves. I think it would be very interesting to have a sort of a mass psychological international study of archaeologists. What makes an archaeologist an archaeologist, and it is probably his emotions, his, his emotional needs, his, uh, his, his 
his linkage into the group, his this curiosity, and uh, and it, uh, that that kind of a personality brings about uh, well a, a, a sort of problems. They they attract these sort of uh, problems, and it's just in a sense what what a psychologist tells you. That kind of a personality has a bigger chance to hit this kind of a problem. What do you think can be actually be done? Because we can sit and talk about it as individuals, about structural changes that need to change and need to change, but it feels like we're always having the same conversations. Well, it, it is funny and sad at the same time because I, I was sitting in a session this, uh, day, these days and uh, I was thinking, this is sort of what I was telling people at Malta, EEA, and that's 10, maybe 9 years ago. Uh, uh, yeah, so... But, and sometimes I feel tired, and sometimes I think this is hopeless. But you have to try. Somewhere, someone will have this brilliant idea and we will move on. And we have to nurture all these, these people who are a bit on the fringes now and, and, and hope that they will give, you, give us, as a community, the sense to, uh, to break out. And another thing is, I tell my students at an early age all these kinds of things. I think ethics, and the, the social environment, bigger than archaeology, should be taught to all kinds of students. If you're a theoretical archaeologist or vocational archaeology, it doesn't matter. We should be much more aware of our role in society. Thank you very much. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.